Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe, Do You, a Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And you may have noticed that it's week two, but we're doing a deep dive. And last week was week one of the month. It was the first week of the month, and we did Stories of High Strangeness. There was a little unfortunate accident that happened. Don't even get me started. <laughs> it, yeah. It, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, we did put out a story, or rather Michelle put out a story explaining what happened. Uh, I don't know if she wants to get into it right now or if it's going to bring back yeah. no, you know, oh bad memories. Yeah. No. So basically, um, I was working on my computer and I had a little bubbly water, Waterloo kind of thing on the desk, a can of, of water. Um, and I went to the garage because I had to do something and I was in there for a little bit. The thing is our Chihuahua mix, whatever, our tiny dog, she is, I don't know, half cat, half squirrel, half rat. Like she's just like a scavenger. Uh, she jumped and we have like the, you know, like a bar stool kind of like table, table. height kind of yeah. thing. Jumped onto the chair, jumped onto the table, trying to look for food. Uh, she knocked over that can of water literally all over the keyboard of my laptop. I come back in and see that my computer's like facing the opposite, facing the opposite direction. I was like, "The hell!" And I just see water everywhere. I look at my screen; it's just flashing, glitching, like just screwing up. So I panic. I um, start googling, like you know, Mac repair kind of thing. Um, I don't do well under pressure, especially when it's something like this. That it's such an expensive piece of, of equipment that I, uh, you know don't want to lose paid pretty penny for and i took it to the first shop that i saw that had over 1500 uh reviews and they're like oh we'll just do like a drying thing and 75 bucks like no problem and i was like okay great and then they got back to me and they're like actually your keyboard's not working i was like okay great they're like we'll just fix it no problem what should have taken one day took almost the whole week basically um, and much more money than I expected to pay. But at least I didn't have to get a whole new computer and all my data and everything was saved. It was just a matter of replacing the trackpad and they had issues trying to get that to work and the keyboard and whatnot. But um, yeah, all that to say, we're good now. And yeah, we're kind of behind a week, but you guys will get the same amount of episodes. Luckily, this month has like five weeks in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, five Wednesdays. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it'll all work out. But, yeah, we're back kind of on schedule-ish now. Um, just To, to just be fair, <clears throat> we probably could have put out two episodes last – well, probably not because I don't think you would no. have wanted to rec uh, <laughs> I would not. edit two episodes. <laughs> but we could yeah. have recorded that week. But I also, because she was having issues, I was like, oh, I'll just put off my deep dive. And mm, Saturday rolls around true. and she was like – uh, hey, so I should have my laptop. We should be good to record. And I was like, yeah, about that. Maybe <laughs> we want to push it another week. It's okay. Oh it doesn't bother me. And she's like, you didn't do your report. Did you? I was like, no, I didn't do my report. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I did it now. I still good. started it yesterday and no, finished oh it today. God. Why are we um, like this? I don't know. Um, it was actually, I, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be hard. I didn't think it was going to be like this easy to find as much information as I did, but um, yeah, so I, I literally thought that it was going to take 
like I don't know. Anyway, it's done. Okay. I could have probably finished it yesterday, but I was like, yeah. I'm gonna take a break and oh I'll finish it today because yeah. Listen, so I, just I uh, drag out that procrastination for as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I literally I like I had like I had to like write like uh what's it called? I only had two more things that I wanted to say in there. So I was yeah. just like, oh, I'll just throw this in real quick tomorrow. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, and I this is the first time that I don't know, and don't tell me now. I want to find out, but no. this is the first time that I don't know what you're gonna cover. So I kind of feel unprepared because usually I either already know or I'll like go back and listen to like a podcast or something to kind of refresh my memory, but I didn't mm-hmm. have the opportunity to do that. So now I'm kind of like, what am I going to be able to uh, contribute? Contribute. Yeah. And I feel a little out of my element, I guess, but it'll be fine. It'll be fun. It'll I'm be excited. Good. I'm sure you'll, you'll think of some stuff. All right. Well, I do have something uh, in quotation spooky <laughs> to share. Uh, if you have time, if you want to listen. I, the other night, I was drifting off to sleep, and I was like in that in that in between of asleep and awake. And then I started like hearing this noise that I thought was in my dream, and I was like, "Oh, I'm dreaming!" And I just hear like, mm, I don't know if you can hear uh, that. Can Aria, you hear that? is that please tell me it was exactly. Aria coming in? Well, exactly. It sounds like Ari's feet, like just like her little claws, like on because we have like laminate, yeah, like click clacking everywhere. Um, but I'm hearing this in in what I think is my dream, and so I'm like, oh, like Ari is in my dream, like kind of giggle to myself, and I like hear it again, and I was like, that's not a dream, and I like sh- like <laughs> my eyes like pop open, and I'm just listening, and I keep hearing it, and um. It sounds like it's right outside the door. So I, I do think that it's Aria. No. But it's a lot lighter. Okay. It's lighter. It's not her. I mean, not that she has heavy footsteps, but it's hers are a little more clickety clank, right? Like you can hear it more. Um, it almost sounds like if maybe she's mm-hmm. like in the kitchen compared to like the other side of the house, basically. And I keep listening, keep listening and nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I wake up Carlos because I'm like, am I going insane? And I wake him up and I'm like, I hear Aria. I think it's Aria. And he's listening and he hears it too. It's still it's still going. It's like on and off, but he hears it. But then this time when he's awake, I hear it by my window. So like on the other side of the bed, on the opposite uh, side of where the door was. <laughs> like on the inside or the outside of the window? Inside of the house, inside of the room. Oh, and, and, I, and I thought, I was like, oh, maybe something's moving around outside because like along the window line there or under the window we have like rocks like big you know like river rocks rocks mm-hmm. as like decoration so i thought maybe a squirrel is moving the rocks and it's kind of making that sound um but i'm like no it's it doesn't sound like that it sounds like on the floor somewhere so carlos gets up right away and like goes to check on aria but i hear him like unlock her crate so i'm like god damn it she's not out did you tell um, him that you heard it inside the room at that point yeah 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 i mean he and he was hearing it he he heard yeah. it and that's why i was like okay like i'm not crazy like we're both hearing it but we don't know where it's coming from so he's just finally like okay well let me go check aria like roll that out and he brings her back he brings her into the room and normally you know again she like sleeps in her they all sleep in the crates and um yeah and we're like okay well I don't know, maybe she like was reaching for I don't know, maybe it was her. We're still trying to blame her. Put her in bed, get back settled in bed, turn off the lights, uh, trying to drift off again and just 
you just start hearing it again. And we're like, what the fuck? And he gets up, turns on the lights, and he's looking around. And every time we would turn on the lights, it would go silent. It would stop. It would stop. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, all right, we're like, who? where is this little doll ghost or something? Like little child ghost, like tiptoeing around. Um, and like, yeah. And he, so nothing again for a little while. So we turn off the lights, try to go back to sleep. And then again, it starts once the, the, the lights are off. And he finally jumps out of the bed and like flicks on the light. And we look over to the, the window because that's where we heard it. A fucking giant ass roach. Ew. It was a roach. And it was oh like, so, I guess, so, I mean, I say giant. I Anything over than like a quarter of an inch is giant to me. <laughs> like I just hate roaches. But <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a roach, and I'm not, it's not like our house is not infested. We don't always have roaches. Like the, it was like a one off, but like that's how big it was that you could literally hear like its feet. I, I guess like say, on the like... laminate. Well, and so he went over and he killed it, and the moment he killed it, there is no more little footsteps. Nah. So I was like, I don't. I think I would have preferred it to be a ghost. Than a cockroach. I fucking hate roaches with a fiery Fuck passion. That dude, bring on! <laughs> give me an infestation of roaches over. Nah, no, no, no. I wouldn't want no. an infestation. Yeah, of roaches. don't even bring that on. Yeah, no, but yeah. So it was not a ghost, and it was a roach, and I was, and I, we were like drifting, going, you know, getting back into bed and stuff. I was like, I think I would have preferred a ghost. Dude, imagine <laughs> like, if you would have cl- cl- flicked on the lights, and that shit would have just flown at you. I would have lost my mind and would have screamed like a banshee. Like I, like I was telling the story to mom and she's like, why are you so like, why do you hate them so much? I'm like, they're disgusting. They deserve to die. Like that's the only living creature and mosquitoes that I'm just like kill on sight. Like <laughs> I, I hate them. That's and yes, I did have like a little traumatic, like one crawled on my foot once when I, when I was a kid and it just like scarred me for life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just hate them. Uh, but, I, that's yeah. the way that's the way Valeria is with uh, flies yeah. like she despises really? them flies uh-huh. she despises them dude uh, that was crazy, that dude. I Our was ghost... thinking fucking clickers or something like that it was it was awful because like it literally it sounded like Aria's feet but if Aria was like the size of a mouse and well and then that was the other thing we're like okay is it mice but it just it didn't sound like mice it, it I don't know it, it sounded like Aria but but it was a fucking roach. I mean, another little scavenger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was funny because I'm over here like, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. And I could see Carlos, like his brain, like this can't be a fucking ghost. <laughs> there has to be like a rational explanation for this. And yeah, um, he it was it was just weird how every time we turn off the light, it was just like, oh, don't move, don't move. And then we would turn off the lights and it would start trying. To, and it was yeah. like trying to go. It was like halfway up the or trying to get up the wall. Um. When he like jumped out of bed, and clicked on the lights, and we saw it. But so it moved from one side of the room all the way to the other side of the I room. I guess so. I guess so. And and I like I literally think that my body has a reaction to roach because there is this other time. And again, I swear the house is not infested. We just on occasion will get a roach in the house. Um, but again, dead asleep, and all of a sudden I just like hear something like, I don't know, I can't it, like a a tap on the floor. And I it, again, mm-hmm. eyes popped open, and I was like, "That was a roach." I like I knew in the every fiber of my being that a roach had like <laughs> fallen onto the floor. And Carl, and so I wake up Carlos again. And he's like, "What?" And I was like, "There's a roach in here. I don't know where it is." And sure enough, he flicked on the light, and there's like a roach killed it. Whatever, it was done. But my body just knows, <laughs> <It>, like <laughs> wakes hilarious. me out of dead asleep. 
but anyway, so unfortunately, no ghost, just a roach. Man, you really had me going there. I, was I know. To, you know, but it's funny because I, I was like, dude, I, sh- I feel like I should be getting chills right now, but I'm not like, I don't feel anything in my body. Like it doesn't, you know. You know how yeah. when you're, you're getting told oh, no, the ghost no, yeah. story and then For like sure. you get that chill down your spine? I was like, I'm, it's not happening. Why is it not happening? Yeah. It wasn't well, happening because it was I a had fucking like a, roach. Because I had a smile on my face the whole time trying not to like break. Uh, but yeah, it was not a ro- or it was not a ghost. It was a roach, which again, uh-huh. I think I would have preferred a ghost. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so, and like I said, I, I do have something that I want to share, but it's going to have to wait one month. No, um, for for my deep dive. Well, I guess yeah, less than You're a month a son because of a bitch. well, four weeks. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of a big deal, but then like not, and you'll see why. Mm. But at least you'll get to hear it before everyone else does. All right. Um, yeah, no. I was going to say, I mean, I could tell you, but no, I'm not. But let's get into your report. I really want to know what what uh, the topic is today. All right. Well, have you ever heard of the legend of Bloody Mary? Okay, good. I'm so glad you did this because I literally just listened to a podcast and that's why I gave you this. <laughs> I have. Uh, I have, yes. All right. Well, I'm sure most of you have because... It's one of those legends that I feel like every kid knew growing up. You either found out about her at a sleepover, a classroom, or even on the playground from your friends. And if there's any, and if you're anything like me, uh, you were looking into mirrors while washing your hands, and then you got these intrusive thoughts and started thinking about Bloody Mary, and you really had to resist the urge to turn the lights on and off for fear oh of God. what might appear in the mirror. Because yeah, every time yeah. I would wash my hands, I would be like, I can't, I can't say her name. I can't say her name. And your intrusive thoughts wanted to yeah, say just, it? Yes. <laughs> just like with the whole uh, Ouija board thing with, you know, that other thing that shall not be mentioned. Yes, yes. Um, I personally never really knew, like, the stories behind Bloody Mary or if she was ever, like, um, a real person or why she mm-hmm. became an urban legend. Uh and if you still and if you still don't know why today you're going to learn Me? or you're not we'll find out together them. Oh, I was like I know but, Anybody, but actually you me I'm, I mean I'm actually huh? glad that you mentioned or that you're doing this because I should you not literally just today Sasha was telling me something about a mirror that I can share uh, now or later <laughs> it's not like well, uh, kind of but. you can share it now Sure. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I feel like I'm overtaking the podcast and you haven't even like gotten into your report, no, which is super quick. Um, yeah. So I started today because we were both doing the same market and she's like, you know, after um, ever since like our experience that we had, and if you don't remember, basically we were like at my house and experiencing the same things at the same time. And we're like just tripping out. I don't know. It was weird. That's a short story just for the sake TLDR. of time. But yeah, um, but it was very paranormal and spooky. She was like, ever since we, we had that experience, there's a mirror in my house that I can't, I don't know. Not that she can't, she just doesn't want to look at, especially at night. And um, she's like, but something, like it literally feels like something is calling me to look inside. Uh. I know. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, like 
during the day, like, it's it's okay, but, like, at night, like, if she needs to go to the restroom or whatever, she doesn't even, like, if she goes to the toilet, like, she doesn't have to, like, have her flashlight on or whatever, but the moment she, like, goes to wash her hands, I was like, fuck, I don't even wash my hands if I was that terrified, um, but that she has to turn on her flashlight because she's scared at that point, and she has to, like, mentally tell herself, don't look at the mirror, don't look at the mirror, don't look at the mirror, and we'll just, like, just stare down, like, at the water and at, at, the, at her hands, because... But she's like, yeah, like she feels like it's calling to her. I was like, then you should look. She's like, fuck no, why would I look? I was like, I would, <laughs> I think I would be curious, too curious at, uh, after a certain point. But um, yeah, I told her, I was like, cleanse that shit, spray some Florida water on there, like do a little protection sigil or some shit. But yeah, uh, she's like, and it's just that mirror and only at night that it like yeah. calls to her. I kind of get that though, because that restaurant or that uh, little area across the restroom from my uh in-laws house where you wash your hands and stuff and Mm -hmm. they have you know uh that that i've talked about how that room gives me like weird vibes oh yeah vibes Mm -hmm. but also i hate looking in the mirror like not so much when the lights are on but like when the lights are off i feel like i'm afraid that i'm gonna see something Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I can always feel like somebody's standing behind me and I'm afraid to look in the mirror. Like if I do look into it, like I literally just look at where my stomach is at or like my hands. Yeah. yeah. You don't look at your face. I don't look at my face yeah. or behind me in the mirror oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm afraid sure. I'm going to see something. I, I don't I don't either. If I, if I go to the restroom in the middle of the night, literally my eyes are closed the whole time or like just slightly <laughs> um, mm-hmm. open or my head is down. Um, and I won't look like I'll stand in front of the sink, but I'm like, I literally don't even want to see like my shoulders. Cause if I see somebody like a I'm shadow or anything, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just, my head's always down. <laughs> it's no matter of what mirror at night it is. Like I'm just, I don't look in mirrors. <laughs> and then I'll just start whistling random shit or just like talking to myself to kind of like get me through that. Cause some, cause sometimes to turn on the light is, it's like, it's not just a matter of, flicking a switch at the entrance like you have to yeah. go into the room yeah. to like turn a switch and everything so it's like sometimes i just go in there and uh do my like wash my hands in the dark and just pray that nothing touches me the soap dispenser doesn't get moved again or some shit <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's yeah um that's all i had so yeah okay so then i feel like I feel like you, since you listen to the podcast, I, now I, I feel like my uh, deep dive maybe not up to snuff, but no, I don't know. Or however I've, the fuck you say that. No, I just I have heard the I guess origin story, but I'm sure you're gonna have a lot more information. But yeah, uh, well, that's the thing is I've I I actually have a couple origin stories. Hmm. And well, okay. okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm a, I I found one, and I thought it was, but then it looked. Then I was like doing more research into the story that I was reading, or not necessarily the story, but like the page that I was getting from. I was like, is this a fucking kids made up story? Because it looked like it was like a middle school thing. So hmm. that might be a made up story. It was still kind of cool though. I liked it, but I feel like I have heard that story before. So it m- there might be something to it, or they hmm. might just they might have just like retold the story. And yeah. then there's another story, and then the ones that are based off of actual people. So mm-hmm. we have we have some we have some good info for you, I think. Yeah. I liked it. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Because like I said, growing up, like I knew of Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I knew that you looked in the mirror. The way I heard the legend was, or the way that it was told to me was like, you had to say the name three times and, and turn the light on and off in the restroom three times. And then she would appear. Yeah. Or you might like, maybe not see her in the mirror in that moment, but then you would see her later mm-hmm. or some shit like that. That's the yeah. way I was told. I didn't see any of that in here, but that might've just been the version that we heard. Yeah, you yeah. know, growing up, or I heard sure. growing up. No, I, th- I mean that sounds right. I don't know I what like your what experience was. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I think I think it was pretty much that. You know, turn on and off the lights, like look into the mirror, say her name three times, and yeah, that she would mm-hmm. appear. Um, yeah, I guess either in the mirror or outside of the mirror, like later, like you said. But yeah, I think that's pretty much the same thing. I don't think there's any other different way that I've heard it. Yeah. Maybe it's well, like every region has. Oh, I was gonna say, I wonder if like every region has its own like version. It's funny you say that too, because I also have some information about that. Okay, well then there you go. <laughs> All right. So basically, Bloody Mary is a legend of a ghost, a phantom, or a spirit that is conjured to reveal the future. She appears in the mirror where her when her name is chanted. And fun fact, the apparition can be either benign or malevolent, depending on the historic variation of the legend, which is also kind of, I mean, maybe I just didn't do a deep enough dive. I did not find a single thing that was good. It was all bad. So I I don't know where Wikipedia got the shit. I can tell you the good origin story then. All right. No, no, no. no. I want, like, I feel like I have already overtaken this podcast and it's almost 20, 25 minutes into it. I will say it later. (laughs) If you you don't say it, I'll, I'll wait. Then I, I probably won't say it because, like I said, I literally did not find a, a good thing about her in in the sense that, like, from the urban legends, it's all bad, basically. Hmm. Okay, so the ritual that how this all started or whatever is historically, this divination ritual was supposed to help young women catch a view of their future husband's face. They were encouraged to walk up a flight of stairs backwards while holding a candle and a mirror inside of a darkened house. There was always a chance, though, that they could see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper, which meant that they would die before they actually had a chance to get married. So it's almost like a form of scrying, I guess. Well, then that was that was a good thing that I yeah that they would use it to see their find out who their true loves were. Oh, okay. But I didn't know about that that they could see the skull or the grass. That part I didn't know. So that makes it dark. I get it now. (laughs) Okay. So that's why I was kind of like, I guess this part could be, but you know, then the second part was, but if they saw a skull or a the grim or like or what what was the face of the grim reaper, then that means that that meant that they would die before they actually got to get married. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say without that second dark <laughs> part. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. So in today's ritual, it's said that Bloody Mary appears to individuals or groups when she is ritualistically invoked in an act of catoptromancy. So catoptromancy is also known as captromancy or anoptromancy and is a divination using a mirror. So that can be crystal gazing, Mesoamerican mirrors, uh, psychoma- psychomantium, scrying, mm-hmm. or the Shinto mirror. Uh, Usually this is done by chanting Bloody Mary's name into a mirror in a dimly lit or candlelit room. And the name must be chanted 13 times or some other specific number of times. And like I said, when I was younger, I was told you chant it three times turn and you turn the lights on and off. Yeah. Um, And then Bloody Mary appears after this is done, usually uh, as a corpse, a witch 
or a ghost, and sometimes covered in blood, hence the name Bloody Mary. Jesus. The apparition can be either friendly or evil. Again, I never found a friendly fucking, you know, <laughs> anything <laughs> friendly version. about this. Yeah. yeah. And again, growing up, I only ever knew the legend to be evil. So all this is news to me, and I really didn't read anything good yeah. that she does. Uh, the lore surrounding the ritual states that those that participate in the ritual may have the apparition scream at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or simply scratching their eyes out. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So the legend of Bloody Mary. The, there's there's a couple, actually. One of the legends of Bloody Mary is that is that of a girl from the 1800s. Uh, there was an illness that washed over the place where she lived, causing people to drop dead after a while. When people were presumed dead, physici physicians would place mirrors under their nose to see if there was condensation from their breath. Mm. It wasn't always the case, so they were just assumed to be dead. It was common for people to be pronounced dead when, in fact, they weren't actually dead. So because of this, when people were buried, a hole, uh, a hole was placed in the coffin where they were, a string was attached to a bell, and that was placed in their hand, and the bell was strung, uh, hung on to a stick um, by the house just in case the person woke up. Yeah, if they did wake up, they would ring the bell, and they would be immediately dug up so that they wouldn't suffocate. I was going to say, that was like common practice back in the day, though, no? Like, to be buried with a string and like a bell and in case you're yeah. buried because people get buried alive. Yeah. I, I think I also, I've seen videos like where they've talked about old cemeteries mm. where the, the coffin actually had like a little pedal type thing uh, mm. at the base of the, like by their feet. Yeah. So like if they did wake up and they were in the coffin, they would just hit the, you know, the little pedal or whatever, and that would move the bell and oh, it would okay. start to ring. Ugh. Awful. Yeah. Awful thought. So, <laughs> I dude, I, I think that's one of my biggest fears would be to be, be like buried, buried alive. alive. Yeah. If that ever happened, I would just like start freaking out and like I'm not usually like small spaces don't really freak me out, but like when they're really confined and if I can't move, like that's when I start to to like panic. Well, and then knowing there's like six feet of dirt piled on top of you that even if someone did hear that you're buried alive, like it's gonna take yeah. them a while to like be able to dig you out. And yeah. Go insane. Yeah. But yeah, even like thinking about it is making me uncomfortable to be quite mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like the claustrophobic type either. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. It's yeah. like I can be in an elevator and, and stuff like that. But when it gets like even in, in concerts, if there's too many people around oh, me yeah. and I'm starting to get squished in, that freaks mm -hmm. me the fuck out, dude. Yeah. So anyway, when it when Mary eventually uh quote unquote died. She was placed in her coffin and then in her grave, but wasn't buried just yet. So they put her in the coffin, put her in the grave, but they didn't throw any dirt on her because the parents were like still super hopeful that um, that she would still be alive. Uh, this would make it easier to unnail her coffin and get her out if she did wake up. And obviously the bell was also uh, set up so that she could ring it if she did wake up. Hmm. So they say that days and maybe even weeks had passed or a week had passed and she still hadn't woken up. So even though her friends and family wished for it, her parents never left the house just in case she did uh, happen to wake up. Uh, but after that amount of time passed, her parents and friends figured if she hadn't woken up by now that she never would and decided that they were going to leave the house. Uh, the, that day, the day that they left, the neighbor came by 
and finally buried Mary with her bell as it should be. And, and he started walking home. So the bell was still attached and everything. He just, you know, threw the, finally threw the dirt onto mm. her coffin. Yeah. Shortly after that, Mary wakes up and starts no, ringing the bell. Of course. But there was nobody around to hear it. Her parents weren't home and the neighbor was who buried her was too far away to hear it. Yeah. So she kept pulling on the string in hopes that someone would hear her. But the only thing that happened was that the bell fell off the stick. Mm. So she, bang- she began to claw and scratch at her wooden coffin until her fingers bled and she eventually breathed her last breath. Later, when her parents arrived, her father realized that the bell was yards away from where it should have been. So he called for his wife to help him dig up the daughter's coffin. When they finally got to the coffin, they unlatched it and found Mary in a petrified state. Her hands like claws, covered in blood, just like the white dress that she was buried in. They placed a mirror under her nose, and while condensation did form, Mary was dead. Which kind of doesn't make sense to me because... Yeah. How is that reversed? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if they would have seen that, then they would have assumed that she would have been alive. But that's what this story says, so, you know. We'll just go with that. Her spirit was said to have, yeah, her spirit, her spirit was said to have latched onto the mirror. And whenever someone says Bloody Mary three times, she comes and claws at the unknowing victim. But are they really unknowing? Because if they're saying her name. I know. They call, they're literally know calling her. Yeah. That's so funny. that's one of the legends. I Like I said, I feel like I've heard that story yeah. before. And if it wasn't about Bloody Mary, it was, it was, some, it was like another story. Or just like, about being buried alive. Yeah. But I feel like I have heard that somewhere before. A so, thousand percent, yeah. Like I mean, the 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 bloody nails and scratches on the coffin, like that all sounds super familiar. But I, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it was no. associated with Bloody Mary. Yeah. So there's another legend of another Bloody Mary, but this this Bloody Mary's name is Mary Worth. So have you ever heard of her? It sounds. Familiar? familiar is, well, it's not the person who would no. Never mind. Go ahead. I think okay. I'm thinking of a queen. No, that's that's not her. Okay, never mind. Okay, go. So the legend of Bloody Mary Worth. Mary Worth was already considered to be a witch because she lived by herself in a small cabin in the forest, mm, and she was known so, around the village for selling tinctures and herbal remedies. So the ideal life, basically, she's a witch for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So no one wanted to get close to her for fear that she would curse them or their animals. And any person who was who used her remedies was considered by the very religious to be partaking in Wicca. After a while, little girls began to go missing in the town. Yeah. Little girls (laughs) began to go missing. So people began to look everywhere they could. Uh, People started to look everywhere they could think of for the girls, but they couldn't find them. Eventually, they started to suspect Mary Worth had taken the girls. Mm. So a few brave souls mustered the courage to confront Mary, but she denied knowing anything about the girls. The families remained suspicious because her, her usually haggard appearance had begun to look much more feminine and youthful. Uh, so this is part of the same legend, but we're going to talk about a little bit about the Miller's daughter. So one night the Miller's daughter was captivated by a noise only she could hear. A click clacking mm. on the floor of a cockroach. Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what the sound was, but yeah. it was a sound that she like, I guess she woke up and she was just like mesmerized by the sound. 
Yeah. Uh, her mother happened to be in bed at the time treating a toothache using a tincture that she had purchased from Mary mm. Worth. Oh, okay. I think I have her. Okay, go. <laughs> the mother was frightened and began to call for her husband to help snap their daughter out of it and to, f- and to follow the daughter. They shouted at her to come back, but she wouldn't stop. It was like she was being drawn somewhere. But where? Was it? Was it? Come little children. Basically, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Good singing. (laughs) I tried. I did not. I was like, do I want to put this on air for people? (laughs) No, now you have to put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they ended up getting help from some of the townsfolk when one of the farmers noticed an odd light coming from the edge of the forest. As they got closer, they noticed that Mary was standing in a clearing next to an oak tree holding what appeared to be a wand that glowed with an unnatural light. They said she was pointing at it, uh, pointing it at the miller's home and that their daughter seemed to be walking right to the light. When the millers and the other farmers saw what she was doing, doing the mob set on her with the pitchforks and the guns when Mm. she realized that everyone knew what she was she broke the spell and made for made for the forest uh there was also like a little part in there that said that usually witches didn't have wands and that they didn't glow but that kind of kills the story right Um, mary's death oh because they say like yeah well because they say that and then they started saying the part where like she had like they they started chasing her because she had the wand and they saw the little girl going to her so i was like this is stupid i don't know why you would put this in there and then like yeah. i guess to you know make you know make, it- make you realize that this is probably some bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. i wonder uh, sorry go ahead uh-huh um, i'm just wondering like now i'm like i mean i know which is now we'll use wands but it's more of a like to direct energy like a little more mm-hmm. make it more poignant right is that that's yeah. a word um but i've never like literally because i make them but i've never i've never like i don't know the history and i'm like if you should be like the i should wands. probably know like yeah like why did that become like a witch's or like not like Thing. a pointy hat and like a broom well, i mean i know the broom part but like um and yeah a wand it's like why was that the attire of a or is that a wizard thing and then they just gave it to witches you know what i mean the staffs didn't there. always like Merlin always have a staff or something. Yeah, I think so. I'll Google it. Yeah. So Mary's death. The farmer that had spotted her just so happened to have a have silver bullets that he loaded into his gun, and he had the silver bullets in case Mary ever decided to come after his daughters. He fired a shot and hit her in the hip. To be fair, I think whether the bullet would have been silver or not, like getting shot in the hip is gonna probably fucking knock you knock you on your ass seriously yeah i I think it's like yeah anyway i know because werewolf or a witch like well because yeah because i I, i've i've heard that silver is supposed to be like anything associated with a devil or anything that's Mm -hmm. like evil especially like with these people like when all the witch trials and shit were happening like obviously it was like these really super hyper religious people so people always say that silver um like harms uh evil things like uh I, I think constantine has i don't know if he has knuckles made of silver or if he puts holy water on them i i, I don't know if that was from the movie but anyway so the reason why they associate the silver like with being able to defeat like 
evil things mm-hmm. or things associated with the devil or demons or whatever is because of this, this, uh, what is it? 36, 37 or however many pieces of silver that Judah, uh, Judas received for betraying Jesus. Oh, really? I didn't know that that was part of it. Interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. I could be wrong, but I'm like, like, 80% sure that that's what it is. Like, that's why silver is like, uh, I mean, we can Google it right now. Um, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that the silver that, uh, Judas received was supposed to be like the whole reason why silver is now like a thing to destroy <laughs> evil. Let's see. It's a, it's, it was like, why is silver used against monsters? It was like one of the top, uh, Searches, no. I guess, but it's like because of the lunar association that silver has in European folklore, it's believed to be protective against monsters such as vampires, werewolves, shapeshifters. So instead, it, it depends on the universe, but silver carries special properties, either chemical or magical, that makes supernatural or dark creatures vulnerable to it. It's like none of this is actually or seems legit. <laughs> okay, so I was uh, probably wrong. I don't know. Like, honestly, yours sounds more legit than some of these like again this is like a quick google search mm-hmm. um let's see uh, silver was thought of as a, a particularly pure metal and it was part due to what we still understand to be special properties of this metal silver then and now is known to have antimicrobial antimicrobial properties um and the ancient healer hippocrates the father of medicine praised the metal for its ability to help in the healing healing of wounds and today people treat burns and other wounds with salves containing silver yeah Um, it's like that stuff that they put on your finger when you got got it cut off that was awful that hurt he's like now we're gonna chemically cauterize i was like what and then i mean it didn't actually sizzle but basically um i don't know i still like your so 30 pieces of silver this is off of reddit so take it with a grain of salt (laughs) salt. but it says here why is silver strong against undead and spirits and werewolves uh in our own human history i learned that one of the possible reasons besides being a powerful anti-contaminant is that judah judas was given 30 30 pieces of silver not 36 or 37 30 Mm. pieces of silver and so the metal was cursed now in elder oh well that's a game elder scrolls lore ebony is the blood of anyway (laughs) so yeah that's i mean that's what i've heard i don't know where i heard it it is inherently it is an inherent ability of silver material of the weapon there is no more given info than uh, yeah i don't know maybe i heard it in a movie and i you know took it as fact yeah but i think but i, I like thought it. that was no. the lore it's, yeah it sounds cool right yeah <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> yeah so anyway so this guy happened to have a, a bull a silver bullet uh just in case he ever she ever came after his daughters and again like i said regardless of whether the bullet was made of lead or silver i think her getting shot in the hip would have resulted yeah. in her falling anyway of course yeah uh, so like I said, he fires it, hits her in the hip, and Mary was taken, kicking, thrashing, and screaming. She was then tied to a stake, a bonfire built around her, and she was burned uh, as a supposed witch at the stake. 
Let me guess. Because she was taken away, kicking and screaming. They're like, see, she obviously is guilty and is a witch. It's like, no, or, she doesn't want to be murdered and burned alive yeah. at the stake. Like anybody yeah, would. Or, or she was like, or they're like, see, the silver really is causing her pain. Yeah. It's like, no, the fucking bullet that you just, you know, laid into her fucking hip. Like, have you heard of the the how they used to test for like women if they were witches or not? That they would tie they them. They would to throw chairs? them in the lake. Yeah, oh. throw them in the lake. Yeah, no, no. T- well, they would tie them to chairs and then throw them in the lake. And if and they if, sank, they were witches. And if they no. floated, if the they sank, if they sank, they weren't witches. If they sank and drowned, they weren't witches. And if they came up and like got free, basically they were witches. And then they were then burned at the stake. Burned at the stake. So, so like, she was going to get killed yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the dumbest fucking thing you'd ever heard? Yeah. Yeah. Because there were it's there were women stupid. that I were mean, able I, to get free and then they would they would still die because they were witches. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So she was burned so that she would be gone for good. And after she was burned at the stake, the families with the missing children went back to Mary's home and they supposedly found what they were looking for, which was rows and rows of unmarked graves. And Mm -hmm. according to them, or according to this, uh, uh, Mary was using their blood, was using the blood of their children to make herself more youthful. Mm. Fun fact, that shit's coming back around. I don't know if we want to get political again. But uh, the the QAnon folk over here talking about adrenochrome, which is basically supposedly it's uh, this know. thing where like they about? make. I don't know if I want to. I don't know. Okay. okay, okay, let's not. Okay, let's not get into it. But yeah. let's just say that this kind of shit is coming back around again. Yeah. Uh, and then so actually during while she was being burned at the stake, she actually there was she cursed the village so Mm. as she burned at the stake she cursed the village stating that if they dared to utter her name in a mirror she would come back for them her spirit would return to whoever summoned her or wherever they summoned her to exact her revenge i'm gonna be completely honest like if i was pulled away to be burned at the stake i would a thousand percent curse the town and everybody who burned me just for shits and giggles and then hope that they live with that like looming over their head of like was this bad luck because we burned this person at the stake yeah you know well it's like the sanderson sisters they yeah. put that curse to with a black flame candle you know before they were hung so i guess it's just a witch thing to make a curse before she dies i would do it so let's identify Ma- bloody mary there's some debate as to who bloody mary is and where she is ba- whether she is based on a real person or not one of the candidates is Mary the first of England. That's who or, I was thinking. Yeah. So she was a daughter. I'm going to go into a little bit of history here, guys. So bear with me. Uh, she was a daughter of Henry the eighth and Catherine of Aragon. She was born on my birthday, but like 372 uh, oh, wow. <laughs> years before she was born February 18th, 1516. She was a beloved princess until her father's infatuation with Anne Boleyn led him to divorce her and break from the Catholic Church. She was then declared illegitimate and downgraded from a princess to a lady. And 20 years later, in 1536, Anne Boleyn was executed and his father married Jane, uh, Jane Seymour. Mary then agreed to his father's terms and was invited back to the court. She survived her brother and three stepmothers only to have her brother Edward the. Edward VI take the throne as a Protestant reformer. 
when he died, all this is kind of relevant and you'll see why right now. When he died six years later, Edward tried to go against his father's wishes and pass the crown on to Lady Jane Grey, excluding his sister next, who was next in line, and which was Mary, and her younger half-sister Elizabeth I. She could have left England but decided to stay and fight for what was rightfully hers. Eluding armies of her enemies, she gained support from nobles across the country and marched on London with her sister by her side. One is queen and the other one is queen-in-waiting. During her five-year reign, Mary navigated the challenges of being the first queen to wear the crown in her own right and not because she was married to a king. She prioritized religion above everything else, implementing reforms and restrictions aimed at restoring the Catholic Church. Her biggest controversy was she had roughly 300 religious Protestant dissenters burned at the stake as heretics, earning her the nickname Bloody Mary. She only failed in fulfilling the most important duty of a monarch, and that's producing an heir. She died in... Well... The most important eyes of the monarchs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She died in 1558 at the age of 42 of an ailment, alternatively known as uterine cancer, ovarian cysts, or influenza. I don't know if they don't know which one of those three she died of, or if it could have been one of those three that she died of. Oh, okay. This actually isn't what I was thinking. Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. So what? apparently what they were saying, too, is uh, that she actually didn't do more killing or cause more death than any other king or or anything before her it's just that the fact that that she was a woman Mm -hmm. and probably the fact that she was a woman who didn't have a husband or you know have children that like or more so the i I think more than anything the fact that she was a woman that people like hyper focus on what she did and like made it seem like it was yeah made it way worse than what it actually was when in reality mm-hmm. she didn't do any more or less, I guess, killing than yeah. any other person. I mean, like fucking Henry VIII killed his wife. Yeah. You know. Jesus. So yeah. So that that's uh that's uh sorry. Mary, Queen Mary. I thought or I'll just wait. No, you thought what? Well, because maybe you might say it. Is there another Okay, um, that there is another queen, and I thought it was like a Queen Mary, uh, Elizabeth that... the Bathory. Okay, maybe. I, okay, let me well, say. That's, it, what, that's then, what I'm I saying. Might, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, well, it's because her name's not Mary, though. So, but they associate her. Well, you'll see why again. Yeah. Right, you'll see why. So her name is uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Or something mm-hmm. like it. She's uh so she so the TLDR of this is that she was a 17th century Hungarian countess who allegedly tortured and killed 660 girls and yeah, women that. and bathed in their blood and was accused of vampirism. Yes, that's the one I was yeah. waiting for. <laughs> oh, okay. So that that's the TLDR. Now we'll get into a little bit more. It's a little bit less extensive than the oh well, a little bit less info than the Bloody Mary, although there was a lot of info. I was like, this is gonna be too much. But anyway, so Her, along with four of her servants, were all accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between between 1590 and 1610. Her servants were tried and convicted while she was basically just placed on house arrest. Uh, Many historians have described the charges against um, Bathory um, as a witch witch hunt, Mm -hmm. Uh, while others like Michael Farron wrote in 
1989 that there was a that, that there was plenty of testimony to support the claims from about uh, 300 people. So according to him, there was like actual people who had testimony saying that these, this shit actually happened. But a lot of people said that it was a witch hunt, witch hunt like uh, Alexandra uh, Bartosh. Oh, my God. Hold on. Bartoshevich, Bartoshevich, Bartoshevich. Yeah. Alexandra Bartoshevich. Uh, she wrote an article in 2018 in the Historical Science Review. That's the English translation of what it actually is, because I was not mm. going to attempt and butcher <laughs> uh, the, the original. But if y'all want to look it up, it's, I guess you can find the article by looking up Historical Science Review and then uh, Ale- 2018 and the name Alexandra Bartoshevich. Toshevich, it's spelled B-A-R-T-O-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z. So yeah, she wrote wrote that the accusations against Elizabeth Bathory were nothing more than a spectacle to ruin her family's influence in the region. Uh, That they were just trying to like diminish the family because uh, they had Oh yeah, their influence was considered a threat to the political interests of her neighbors, including the Habsburg Empire. So that's why all this shit was supposedly made up, according to uh, according to Alexandra. Um, Bathory's uh, Bathory's uh, story quickly became part of the national folklore, and legends of her vampiric tendencies were recorded years after her death and are generally considered unreliable. Nicknames and literary epithets attributed to her include the Blood Countess and Countess Dracula. They also said that Bram Stoker's um, Dracula was based off of her, but in his like notes, original notes in the book and stuff like that, there's nothing that really mentions her. So, mm. uh, yeah. So maybe not. Yeah. And then the other person that was the Mary Mary Worth, which we talked about the legend of the Miller, the, the Miller child, the, all those girls that she supposedly yeah. Um, yeah. killed or whatever. But there's actually two versions. I only found the one, but uh, there's two versions of this Mary Worth. One who supposedly killed slaves escaping the American South via the Underground Railroad. And the other one, which is the one that we talked about, which was the woman who was burned at the stake during the witch trials in the early mm-hmm. modern period. So, yeah. Um, other names and similar legends. Uh, some of the other names that Bloody Mary goes by uh, are Hell Mary and Mary Worth, like the, yeah. you know, the lady we talked about. And there's actually a Japanese version of Bloody Mary, oh. which is also kind of like Kashima Reiko. Oh, yeah. Because right? you say that her name. The, or the Teketeke or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So the modern Japanese legend is the. The, her name is, and you're gonna you're gonna hear this, and you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, are you?" So the modern Japanese legend Hanako-san parallels the mythology of Bloody Mary. It is a legend about a young Japanese girl named Hanako-san that haunts school toilets. And there's also a male version named Hanako-kun or Kun, I guess something like that. Uh, depending on the legend you hear, she either died playing hide and seek during an air raid in World War II or she was murdered by a parent or a stranger, or she committed suicide in a school bathroom because of bullying. Uh, The legend has gained popularity in Japanese schools where children challenge their classmates to try and summon Hanako-san. 
to summon her, you someone usually has to go to a girl's toilet, typically on the third floor, knock three times on the third stall, notice the number three, mm-hmm. and ask, uh, is Hanako-san present? If she is there, she will reply with some variation of yes, I am. And then depending on the legend, the summoners may see a bloody ghost or hand that will pull them into the toilet and may lead them to hell. Or they'll be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims that they were invading Hanako-san's privacy. What? Both super random. But also, what if this is a little girl that I saw in first grade? Yeah, well, that's that's, that, what you're well, at. that's that's what yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is like we also had that legend in our school about a little girl being in a restroom, and I saw her. Yeah, so it's a good thing you didn't go knock on the door three times. No. She might have ended up in hell. I'm just glad she didn't lift head. up her head. What? <laughs> or eaten by the three-headed lizard. Yeah, yeah. Let I literally was the first one. Like, did a quick nope. And then let everyone else in the teacher's like, yeah, she's like, this is going to be your only opportunity to go. So you better go now. It's like, if you pee your pants, pants, I'm not cleaning you up. Like I already did it. So it's fine. (laughs) Just saw a ghost. You already peed your pants? Uh, After seeing the ghost? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically. No, I hadn't. But thought about it. So now I'm actually going to ruin all of this for everybody. Uh, Explaining the phenomenon of Bloody Mary. So apparently staring, well, we, this, is stu- this is stuff we kind of already knew too. Mm-hmm. So staring into mirrors in a dimly lit room can cause one to start hallucinating. Yeah. Facial features may appear to distort, disappear, rotate, or even melt. And you can also experience other faces or animals appearing. Oh. Uh, University of Ur- Urbino's uh, Giovanni Caputo writes that the phenomena, which he calls strange face, uh, strange face illusions, uh, is believed to be a consequence of a disassociative identity effect. This can cause the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a way that is currently unidentified. Other explanations can be partially attributed to the perceptual effects of Troxler's fading when one, and so what Troxler's fading, uh, sorry, what Troxler's fading is, is when one fixates on a particular point for even a short period of time an unchanging stimulus away from the fix- fixation point will fade away and disappear. So if you look this up on Wikipedia, um, the example that they have there is like, it's a little cross uh, in the center of this uh, like video, uh, I guess. And then uh-huh. on this, on the around it is like this ring of like these purplish pink purple uh, dots. And that like, it goes disappearing in like a pattern in a circle like that. And if you focus on the, if you focus on the, on the cross and you like, I don't know if you have to be close enough because it didn't happen to me until I got kind of close to it. But then um, the circle can do a few things. It can either disappear completely or you can see um, instead of seeing like, the dots disappearing and reappearing in that circular pattern, you'll start to see um, like this bluish green ball, like going uh, in that circle, like, Mm -hmm. but smoothly like that, or you will see that, that same thing, like, but it's like, it's going in that circle with a, uh, like a tail following it. Hmm. So that's one of the things that they say that, 
yeah, that could one of the reasons that you could be having or people could be seeing things. Uh, the other thing is apophonia, which is a tendency to perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things and self-hypnosis, which is a former process or the result of self-induced uh, hypnotic state. So, yeah, these are those are some of the explanations that people give as to why people see are seeing these things in the in the mirror or could see these things in the mirror or like, I guess the, the apophen, was it the apophenia the to perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things. So I guess like in the situation of the girls seeing oh, yeah. the, the face of their future Lovers. husband or whatever, yeah. it could just be that because of one of these effects that they they start to see a face mm-hmm. and then they're, they're attributing a special connection or a special meaning to seeing that face when in reality it's not, it's not even there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I mean, could also be the whole like crystal ball reading and all that stuff. I've definitely heard the first one of uh, like, like scientifically. That's, that's what I was telling Sasha. It was like, yeah, well, you know, if you, especially at night or dimly lit room and you like look into the mirror long enough, like your face will start to distort. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, fuck that. I'm like, that's why you just do a quick glance. Mm-hmm. And if there's, someone behind you or you just see your reflection move in a different direction than your body did then run but you know if not then it's fine yeah she she wouldn't do it yeah <laughs> but yeah that's, i mean to be fair i probably wouldn't either I, I mean i don't know how bad strongly i guess it's calling her but i feel like at some point you gotta look no, I mean yeah. I I don't know like I do I like the the well the mirror in the garage. I yeah. will like force myself to be like, I, but it's almost like a you don't scare me kind of thing. I think like I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of why I got the doll too, like just to kind of not give it power. Yeah, if that makes sense. Except I saw some some chick at the market yesterday. Like she had this like creepy ass doll. I was like fuck that, not that doll. My doll's fine, not that doll. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Did you ever try? I feel like we tried that when we were kids. Like, I feel like I have a memory of like like doing it at like Sasha's house or something. I feel like she would have been the one to (laughs) make us all do it. Probably. (laughs) Right. Maybe it's Bloody Mary coming after her all these years later. You know what? Right. Maybe. I was going to say the the other part of like, I guess that ritual um, was like splashing water on the mirror. Hmm. That I don't know. I have like that vague memory, and I don't know if I'm like magically making yeah. it up, but I I, I remember. No, I didn't really remember that until like you just said it, and like it does kind of ring a bell. Yeah. But the other thing too is like I feel it was the same thing for like supposedly Candyman. Oh, that's true. There's also Candyman, like, which is basically the same thing. It's right? the same thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. so you say his name, you flick the lights on and off, and supposedly he's supposed to, you know, appear, appear or whatever. Well, now I heard it. Oh, that one was bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely, uh, remember water splashing and I had forgotten about Candyman, but yeah, there's that guy too. He had like sharp teeth and stuff or I don't remember. I feel like I kind of pictured him as like it, like the clown, but I don't remember. I don't remember what I pictured him, but now I picture him as the movie that came out, but I don't think I saw it. There's a, there's a, no, there's a Candyman movie. Okay, yeah, I didn't remember that, but I don't remember what he looks like. I'm not gonna look at it right now. <laughs> oh, that yeah, he's it. a. It's just a uh, Tony Todd. Uh, 
And he has a hook for a hand. Okay, yeah. I and remember. bees, like bees are like come out of his mouth. His Gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was it. That was my Bloody Mary deep dive. I mean, I I don't know what I what else I could tell you guys. It's just you know mirrors and a bloody Legend woman. And lore. Yeah. Yeah, that I love how I was like, oh, I know the positive one. I just didn't know. I just didn't know the second half of that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, I guess you could take that as a positive thing, right? Because like, if if that appears, then oh, great, you know, that's the benign, you know, nothing wrong here. Yeah. But then there's always that chance that you know we could see the, a scholar, you know, the Grim Reaper, and that means you're not going to get married, but you're going to die. So. I guess I didn't really think about it as a positive thing until like you said, Oh, I know. And I'm like, I think she thinks it's this, but you know. <laughs> I didn't know the second part. And yeah. then you ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, no, actually the, the reason why that either I knew it or it was fresh in my head was that, that Ouija board seminar that you're going to have to wait mm. four more weeks for me to tell you about. Um, they went into the lore of like that one and like light as a feather, st- stiff as a board. And then like, I had completely oh, yeah, forgotten. Yeah. Do you remember like putting the two pencils like in an X and then the one on top would like move to yeah. like yes or no? Yeah. Like he, he was mm-hmm. like talking about different things. I was like, holy shit, I forgot. We were literally ta- like summoning things like by doing. Isn't there like a Charlie <laughs> Charlie thing too Yeah, Yep. That was another one that he talked about also. And like, I mean, but like while he was waiting, we were waiting for people to get there. He was, yeah, kind of going into that. And I think he did a little bit during the seminar. Um. But yeah, like I said, I'll... have you seen that mo- new A24 movie? I forgot what the fuck it's called. Um, but it's, it's that... a horror movie. I haven't watched yeah. a horror movie in so long. No, I mean, I haven't watched it either, but I kind of want to watch it. But Which it one? looks it looks kind of scary. I forgot what it's called. And but if you Google it, it's it's these kids that they end up getting like this hand or this. Like, oh, the, arm, yeah, it's like and they hold on to the hand and they're like they they ask it something, which is the title of the movie. And then they just start seeing visions, I think. And they yeah. like, you, they get all fucked up in the dream. And then, yeah. yeah like it, the it hand contorts like into like movie. a two in the preview. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Something like that. Oh yeah. The eight, eight, yeah. I think it's the, the two from the A24. Yes. Yeah. It's like the, not the preview, but like it, yeah. It's to say like A24, Talk but the me. two. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The movie's, yeah. The movie's called Talk to Me. Oh, it's actually at the movies right now. Yeah. Um, and basically, I guess they they hold the hand like because it's like in this position where it's like say the elbow is in the table is mm-hmm. how it would be, and so the forearms up and the hand is out. So they they hold on to the hand and they say "talk to me," and then they start like seeing shit. Visions, yeah, no, yeah. I, so. I could never like if that was a real thing, I'd be like, I'm good. Yeah. I can't imagine what I could possibly get from that. <laughs> But yeah, a bunch of my uh, sources were Wikipedia. Bloody, uh, I, w- I was looking at the Bloody Mary folklore page, the Kataptromancy, Hanako-san, uh, Troxler fading, Apophonia, self-hypnosis, Elizabeth Bathory. Um, then there was that, like I said, that story from that girl that apparently might have been in middle school. But like I said, I feel like I've heard that story before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smithsonian website and uh, hauntedrooms.com co.uk uh 
where I got more information about, you know, like Mary, Wor- Mary Worth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. A lot of websites have a bunch of tabs yeah. open, and I'm about to close them all right now because <laughs> I don't need them anymore. You can finally officially be done with it. Mm-hmm. Well, Excited because yeah. – uh-huh. <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say thank you for, for giving us a, the deep dive and the history behind that because I only knew one, one. the one – I guess two, but I think she was more associated with like vampirism. Vampirism? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but it was, I think it was also like a thing of bathing in their blood and to be more youthful and all that. Yeah, bullshit. yeah. So that's been a thing since forever and it's not just a common thing now. Nope. But yeah, I'm excited because next week we have that, not really an interview, chit-chat with uh, the Gen X Paranormal Podcast. Oh, yes. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was a good one. But yeah, guys, I hope you hope you enjoyed this. I uh, hope you learned something. And if you didn't, don't come at me. I don't care. <laughs> tried, tried your I best. Do <laughs> I did what I could with uh, the yeah. amount of procrastination that I did. Oh my gosh. Um, nah, I, I feel like I. I mean, I, no, I think that's... I feel like it's I, it's a good it's a good amount of time. Like I, I think if we deep dove anymore we'd be going on to like oh, yeah. two three hour episodes and i don't think you guys want mm-hmm. any of that either. or multiple part episodes yeah no that was it was good it was like just enough it wasn't too much it was all relevant and interesting i you know to hear all the different versions i guess too mm-hmm. or all the different virgin virgin <laughs> <laughs> all the different origin story versions versions yeah. with an s <laughs> Uh, no, is it an S? Yeah, my brain. Versions, yeah. Versions. Yeah, and, and then, like I said, I, I I knew the, like, the legend that we were told, yeah. but I never really knew why she, like, why the, like, I mean, Bloody Mary and, you know, um, or any of, and then, like I said, I've heard of, I had heard of Mary, Queen, uh, was it? Yeah, Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. I'd heard of her being known as Bloody Mary. Because she did some crazy shit, supposedly. Well, I guess it was pretty crazy. It is crazy shit, but um, yeah, like I, I known that I knew that she had been called Bloody Mary, but I never, I never got the association with the the urban legend. Again, mm-hmm. I still don't like get what the association is with the 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 urban legend. I just know that she was called Bloody Mary, because mm. um, like it doesn't really have anything to do with mirrors and same thing like honestly yeah. the same thing with the other one like i don't understand what the association is with bloody mary but honestly when i when i searched bloody mary both of them popped up even though the other one's name is elizabeth and not mary <laughs> like i said i only with with uh, elizabeth bathory i only focused on like the part where she was accused of shit like i honestly didn't go through her entire wikipedia because i figured if i did another like i could do like i wasn't going to do a whole, whole deep dive, dive just on her yeah. you know what yeah. i mean now that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got. Next month, Ouija boards. Oh shit. Uh, I guess I, I will be probably out for that you. episode. No, you will be in. All right, guys. If you'd like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media, so make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. 
There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you all want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you?